What's going on, Facts Fam? Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Big Facts with your girl, Queen. We are going to talk about a few things. I'm not going to keep you long. I know I say that and then I get scatterbrained and I get to going off topic, just like I'm doing right now. I that crazy. But um, I just wanted to tap in with y'all and see, you know, how everybody's doing. I really hope that everybody is, like, prospering in 2022 and that it has started off very good for my facts family and everybody else who's listening um i can say for me it started off pretty cool pretty decent not too major not too much drama not too much craziness going on i always had some wild shit happen at some point or another um we're just hoping that it's not too many grievance and things like that this year so you know but i hope everybody is doing great and maintaining their health and so on and so forth i talk all that and uh i ain't been doing that one workout and i don't know how long but i don't eat that bad so i could do that okay but if you know you don't eat good and you don't like the way you look in the mirror don't just go get them damn bbls and shit like that and later on and like you want to take your ass out because you shouldn't have got it in the first place and all this all the mess lipo and all that mess nah just work on it first anyway but that's just my opinion um, but I'm just going to talk about some current events that is going on in my life and as well as you guys' life because I'm pretty sure we can all relate and we got social media. So, yeah. So, the first thing I want to talk about, I got it written down here. You know, I love to write some down. The first thing I wanted to talk about is how my Instagram is like, the people on my Instagram is like blowing me right now because I put up a post asking which album was better, Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby, or... Tiana Taylor, that album. And can you believe that majority of these people are saying Ari Lennox? Now, no shade. I love Ari. Some people say that I remind them of her, which I don't see, but whatever. Um, but I love Ari. Dog. She a dog, for sure. But Tiana Taylor, that the album album, these people in my, in my poll and in my DMs is going nuts about Ari. I just, I just felt like Ari got some bangers on that bitch. I cannot lie. Like, I, done put, I put a lot of my friends onto that album when it first came out. Because I was listening to Ari Lennox when, like, she had, like, the greatest of all time and all that all that stuff on her. I can't remember what the name of that album is. Um, some of the P, is it both? I might be wrong. But, yeah, listening to that and having that on my phone and stuff. So, I was, like, putting people on Ari. But, Tiana Taylor... The only song that I wasn't really fucking with on that album was like that telephone song that was like a 1-800-call-me-sex-me or some shit like that. I don't know. I never, I listened to it like one time that was it. But for the most part, majority of that album, probably about 95% of that album slapped. And I don't care what nobody say. Like she did her Miggy Fitty thing, okay? Tiana Taylor ate that album. I don't, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't because I can listen to that album through and through, which I did this the other day because I was just thinking like, Ari Lennox, let me just see like who I could put her up against. They came out around the same time, if I'm not mistaken. But like, it was just like a vibe. It was a vibe for real, for real. But then Tiana Taylor, like when I really listened to her, she taps into any of your emotions, like the sexual side, the mental side, the goddamn heartbroken side. Even though niggas in healthy relationships and shit, not me talking about her. But, you know, 
all these different sizes. I'm like, damn, like she really was like, she did her thing. So I'm going to stand on Tiana. That is it. And that is all. I love Tiana Taylor. I love Ari too, but she did her thing on that. Like I'm talking about through and through from start to finish besides a couple songs I could skip. Other than that, you know, whatever. Um, and Ari Lennox, like she just got banged. She, she's just great anyway. Like she just raw anyways. But as, if I had to choose, it'd be Tiana Taylor album. People are literally putting Ari in caps on my shit. Like, are you serious? But I'm like, ooh, are y'all coming for me? Don't do that because y'all know Tiana Taylor had a great ass album. For real. Let me sip to that. This ain't nothing but Minnie Made Mind Your Business. So, yeah, that's that on that because y'all can't be coming in here trying to eat me up on my DMs. Talk about somebody who said it like this even a question. Like, first of all, do not deny that Tiana got bangers. Like, she did her thing. She went out with a bang. And that's just that on that. Sad to see her, you know, struggling with her stuff, but she did what she had to do, and I'm here for it. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is Will and Jada shit. So this is just a mess. Okay, this is a mess. It's been a mess since the entanglement and dealing with being a fucking cougar or whatever people like to call it. But this shit has been a mess. So this whole like slapping Will Smith, slapping folks, and all this other stuff. Let's say Siri not available yeah. I did not ask for Siri. Anyways, but it's a mess. So Will Smith called call himself defending his lady, go up there, make a fool out of himself, and, you know, act on his emotions, which he's been taunted and fucking bullied over the period of time, a, a decent period of time. People talk about Will back in the day with Jada. You feel what I'm saying? And about that Tupac shit and everything. So... Like, he's already been getting his fucking head ate off all these years. And then he goes up there to protect her or, you know, pretty much stick up for her, which he always does that. He literally always takes up for Jada. You can say something wrong about Jada and he go take up for her. It may seem like a good thing, but it's almost like a manipulative thing that they got going on. I don't know if he's just kind of, like, scared to lose her or whatever the case may be, but he need to get some fucking balls. That's how I feel. Like... He had balls enough to slap fucking Chris, but I feel like in the household, I feel like Jada is the man. That's how I feel. And yeah, I just feel like the love is not reciprocated. Like if somebody was to say something about Will, I don't think that she would have came like that. I don't feel like she would have kept that same energy that he kept. You feel what I'm saying? And like my sister Mook, she, she mentioned something when we were talking about it. She was just like, even when they see the when you when they replay everything from the back, she didn't when he got when he came back and sat down, she didn't even like, you know, console him or like rub him, like touch him, say like, you know, calm down, you know what I'm saying? And oh my god, look at that doggy. Oh my goodness, it's so fluffy. Du -buh, du -buh. I'm giving me a man so he can bug me. Oh, he hit my window. Okay, y'all, hold on. Wait a minute. Y'all know I love doggies. Oh, he is adorable. I want to show you guys. Oh, he pissing right in front of my door. All right, dude. All right. He was so cute, though. Um, But, yeah, so, like, from the back angle of it, like, the recorded, it was like she didn't, like say like okay you know what i'm saying it's okay thank you or nothing like that like she didn't take him out try to cool him down she didn't console him she didn't do anything in that nature to like actually like 
be like, I got you, or I appreciate that, or whatever. Then I seen a post that they said, like, she said that it was wrong for him to go up there and do that and everything like that. And it's like, whether he was wrong or not, because a lot of the people think that, whether he was wrong or not, like, why, why wouldn't you defend him? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. You can only believe some of what you read. So I don't know exactly, like, how she felt about her, even if she did anything or came out with anything. Um expressing too much of what happened but i just seen what i seen but yeah like and so i really don't think i think that her love for will left a long time ago like i feel like they've been around each other and they had kids and stuff i feel like it's just kind of like a cordial relationship but it's not necessarily like a romantic love type of relationship it's not like i'm still in love with you after all these years type of thing it's almost like um I'm set, I'm kind of just settled in. I'm complacent. I'm I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't really got too many problems, X, Y, Z. So, that's how I feel about her. And I feel like Jada, she used to be like everybody's favorite, but I don't know. And I guess all this I've seen her say that one of her songs, like, you know, fucking with everybody's favorite, whatever. But she used to be, but I don't like the way she treat him. I just really don't like that. And I love Will Smith, like, to death. Like, that is, like, one of my favorite actors and i just think he's a really nice man and maybe he got some little skeletons in his closet here and there or whatever but everybody do but to treat him like not nearly as well as he treats you or at least try like all the efforts and all like the previous interviews with all that stuff like him playing at her birthday and she's basically talking about his ego and all this other stuff it's just like girl what and he he just gotta get some balls he needs to stand on his ten and be like bruh Fuck this. And hopefully, you know, um, I hope they in some type of form of counseling or some shit like that. Or him, he need counseling. He need like a therapist or something like that. He got all that money. He can pay for a good one. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, Cause if that was my man up there, he wouldn't have slapped somebody for saying something about my condition. Something that I, that behind closed door, I might be very insecure about. When I came out and told the world, it was like, Something that was new to me and so on and so forth. Who is that? I've never seen that man around here before. I didn't close his window. I get distracted. Some fine man look like he just came from a nice run. Hold up. Y'all know me. I'll shoot or shoot. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I said I ain't doing that no more. But, um, but yeah, though, so I just, I feel a little iffy about Jada these days. You know what I'm saying? She's She's been acting real like, I don't know. I ain't really been fooling with, with Jada that much. But, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah. What y'all think about that? Go ahead and DM me, you know, hit my line. I know a lot of people got their reservations about everything. Um, and I just feel like this light is like, my ring light is bright. I don't need my glass. I feel like I'm going cock -eye. I went to the eye doctor. Cause I had to go and get uh, my checkup, my annual little thing thing, and I asked the eye doctor, cause I be feeling like my eye be like looking like lazy. It might be lazy. I think it's the right one. It might be lazy, or it's like, or like, I don't know. Maybe it wanders. I don't know. But I always be saying stuff about my eye. Don't get to paying attention to it, cause I already didn't felt like it's something going on with it but the dang eye doctor his name dr fam 
he didn't say anything was wrong with it. He measured it and everything, did the whole little test. I'm talking about some if it's constricted, then he got a problem and the muscles ain't moving right. And he was like, nope, you're fine, you're good to go. So I don't know what I'd be looking at, but I just feel like my shit be, I feel like I'd be fucking in this bitch looking like I got a glass eye. Like, what's that Adam Sandler movie with the one man? Is that the water boy? I don't know. I can't remember. But, anyways, yeah, so moving on to the next joint i want to talk about like undercover love okay i wanted to get a man on here to kind of talk about this um and i might revisit this again when i get a man on here because i feel like everybody has been through that like you had either talked to somebody when they were single or talked to them like when they were just kind of like dating and kind of like freelance or whatever and you guys developed like a really good relationship and stuff like that but it never really like went further and then this person gets in like maybe a relationship maybe close to a relationship fuck around be married i don't know anything goes when it comes to hoes but um and then like they still want to be relevant they still want to like hang out with you they still want to talk to you and everything and the feelings that you feel like on the outside looking in you looking at it like or people looking at it like okay you still try to fuck with this nigga or you still trying to talk to this girl and and i talked this is i wanted to get a man perspective of this because i had a conversation with a man about this about his situation i was like i can kind of relate to that because the fit we never really talk about the feelings from the person outside of whatever the other person like if if two people are in a relationship that were that used to talk or fuck around or whatever have like really um like deep feelings towards each other and they're both in a relationship nobody really talks about the past anymore but if only one person's in a relationship and the other person is just kind of like you know just single or dating or whatever then it's almost like oh she's trying to or he's trying to you know get into that relationship or he's trying to break up this person or she's trying to break up this person or she's trying to be a side chick or he's trying to be a side nigga and stuff like that but it's not necessarily that i don't know if i'm making sense i feel like it's making total sense in my head maybe it's because i, I kind of like can relate to it but i say all this to say like it's not necessarily like it's tough to have feelings towards somebody and for somebody and somebody to have feelings towards you and um you know want to to be that way or want to have like that but but it won't ever be in the cards for them like i've talked to people who i can never be with I can never be with and it's just kind of like you have so much love for this person but you know that it's it's not ever going to happen for whatever reason it might be because you know they their own issues their own personal issues their insecurities whatever or it could just be because you know your something that happened like maybe i'm trying to think of a good example Cause we had good examples the other day, but I just, I, uh, and I should have probably like noted this down, but trying to think of some good examples. So y'all think of some good examples to give it to me because I'm trying to think, how can I put this without like, but basically all I'm saying is that, you know, it's tough when you, you know, care so much about somebody and you can't be with them or you can't like express that out in public. And it's not because of, you know, the side, like you being a side, person like a side bitch or a side nigga whatever it's not like that it's just like you guys just got a bond and nobody will probably understand your bond because they go put like certain narratives on you anyway and it's gonna become a whole little mess and it could 
sometimes it's because of a romantic or intimate relationship that you had with these people and then other times it don't have to be like that it could just be like a friendship that you guys had and now you guys are not like that close anymore so like now it's just kind of like where do we you know like y'all want to be close you want to but you know that that is going to change very fast on the outside it's going to be wrong like it's going to be wrong you can't be this person friend because y'all got history or you can't be this person friend because somebody told your significant other about this this that and the other and i just think that it sucks so anybody who's dealing with that i would say sh cut all ties with the motherfuckers cut all ties like at the end of the day i move i move by realness and logic so if it's not gonna work out and you know it's not gonna work out or if you got a feeling that it is just not really like it's gonna be kind of shaky or shifty just leave it alone because i'm telling you i've been in but anyway i say all that to say it is what it is and just let go of everything that you feel like is not for you let go of everything that you feel like is not going further and no matter how much you try to get an understanding of it it just causes more confusion that is not sent from god that's not sent to help you. That's not sent to be a positive like aspect or situation in your life. So just let that shit go. It's gonna hurt because sometimes you be having your favorite dude. You be like, damn. Why you ain't? Alright, G. I guess you could have a relationship and forget about me. I guess. <sighs> Whatever. But anyways. But I just want to say that it is what it is. I'm moving along, moving along. Now, I want to talk about like movies and TV shows because the other day, this past weekend, we went to go see Morbius. I had somebody come in town to see me and we went to the movies. And I love Marvel movies. Marvel movies are the best, okay? Love them, love, love, love. And I like a lot of action. I, like, I don't really like, I will watch anything. I just don't really... I ain't watching like no too many Western movies. I feel like my daddy had us watching Western movies when I was younger and I was So, but what is OC Morbius? And out of like the cartoons, like Spider-Man cartoons, and I had learned something new over the weekend because the Spider-Man cartoon and stuff, I never really watched that. But I watched like the movies. Like I watched different type of cartoons. I didn't really watch like the comic cartoons if that makes sense so like i didn't really like read x-men and then watch x-men the show i watched x-men a movie so you know so i had learned that morbius comes from fucking spider-man and he used to suck blood with his hands and not like his um mouth and his fangs and stuff and i was like what so I had learned that, but I will say this, that Morbius is fine as hell. That's a fine motherfucking villain good guy. I don't know what to call him. He just is all over the place. Can't control himself. Or at least he's trying to. But that's fine. He looks like a fine Jesus. Okay? What the fuck? When he got all, all healed and shit, I don't know if y'all seen it. If y'all ain't seen it, just skip this part. But like when he got all healed and stuff, he started getting, he put that his little body out. I'm like, okay, Morbius, <laughs> call me sometimes, okay? You know, we can settle, we can kind of settle this whole thing. I can kind of help you control things. But yeah, 
I think I rated that movie like a 7.89, I think it was. And I would say that only because we went to the damn movies that got all the bang, bang, choo-choo train in the chairs and shit, all that IMAX, shake you around, do the hokey pokey and swing you about type shit. And that shit was burning my earballs out. Like, I had to kind of like um, plug one ear to listen at one point because I'm like, am I getting old? Because this shit is too fucking loud, okay? Ooh, it's getting too loud. I don't even need to put my tool out. Whatever the fuck that nigga say. But, yeah, it was too loud in there. And so, yeah, I was just, like, trying to figure that out. But um, I didn't really like I would rather watch that on, like, the regular television. I don't need all that boom and kaboom and shake you through the room shit. Because that shit was giving me, it was too much. But with the action scenes, it was just a whole bunch of actions. And a person who I went with said the same thing. Like, it's a whole bunch of action. But it was just like the the smoke behind them and like all of this like a little residue that be left behind them and stuff like that. It's just like it's kind of clouding the scene so you don't really know what's going on as much. But it was just a lot going on. Um, but I did like the movie. I knew pretty much the plot was going to happen. Spoiler alert, you know. I knew that the best friend was going to turn into like a jealous person or whatever and that he was going to end up being a villain but i was hoping that they can come together and like you know try to come up with like a cure and stuff for you know for the whole thing and put like the antidote and everything and and put it together and they can work together that's what i was hoping but i was being a little bit too optimistic i guess i don't know but that was a good movie for the most part i would definitely watch it again because again he is fine um, but yeah, let me see. Yeah, I felt like I wanted to say something else about the damn movie. I forget what I was supposed to say about that, about that movie. But it was cool, 7.89. 7.89. Um, let's see here. Now I do want to talk about this. So that, the lady, the young lady who had, had tweeted or whatever, talking about she's the best drunk driver she know and then she ended up killing like three people. Um, that whole situation, very fucked up, very unfortunate, very like what the fuck was you thinking? But you know, we all do dumb stuff every now and again. Uh, drunk driving really does not, like it just baffles my brain because that's how my sister passed. So I never want to, like I never want to like think about that. Like when a one dude, what was the, um, fuck is the man name y'all know what i'm talking about the uh nfl player when he was racing and killed that girl and her dog see too much they're talking about he was drinking and everything like that and this young lady she is so young though like she just threw her life away just because she wanted to get drunk and do dumb shit like I don't, I just, feel, I feel sorry for her, but then again, I don't. I had to turn this light down because I am being blinded by the light. I'm interrupting next jump, man, I'm roaming in my night. So, but yeah, um, I feel bad for her because she was like a track star and stuff. But you know, I go down rabbit holes. I got to see what a bitch life was like, what her family was like, what she loving, all this shit like that. So. I had looked on Twitter and I just kind of start going through her page and then her old page and stuff like that and her friends pages, like everybody page, okay? I was all up in her business. And 
yeah, like she was like a really good track star at her school and all of that, like pretty decent looking girl. She looked kind of weird on that. <laughs> Walking out that courthouse like that, she was looking scared. That motherfucker looked like a little bird, got a little hair. But, um, but yeah, and I was just like, that's so unfortunate. And it's like, for the young people out there that, that may be listening, like, don't sit here and be trying to be grown when you ain't grown and try to handle stuff that you ain't trying to handle. Like, if you go do some shit, be safe. Like, I know that my nieces and nephews, like, they're growing up, they're going to be experiencing things. But if they talk to me and I talk to them, I'm going to tell them, like, you, you've been trying some stuff, but just be safe. Just be safe. Because I know couldn't nobody really tell me what to try and what not to try and what to do and what not to do. Even though I wasn't ever dumb, I have four sisters to look up to to kind of like this decipher what i want to go that way what what's she over there doing okay i seen her get her ass whooped for that i'm not doing that i know that that's wrong what's she doing like you know you got people who you study and you like all right i know that this might be for me i might try this but i might not that ain't kill her that may that might be something i try um but i just want you know the younger people out there to kind of like take heed and with people that may be even just a little bit older because there are some mature people who are not necessarily old, you know, in a world that has been through things and stuff like that. It's just like my generation, you know, I'm 30 years old and, you know, I've been through a lot to be able to, you know, motivate somebody or encourage somebody or to exude some type of strength and humbleness. So I just hope that these young people are actually like taking heed of all this dumb shit that's going on and learning from that because that is crazy like you killed three people and then you tweet says you was going 110 and a 55 or something like when that cop stopped her the first time and went and got another call more than likely she just kicked that bitch right back into the speed that he pulled her over in like at that point she she shouldn't have been let go ain't nobody throwing that damn fast for for fucking even if you allow yourself to kind of drift away like if you just kind of in zone because i've been been i've been in the zone driving out to start floating that bitch i'm talking about i feel like <laughs> i feel i'm about to lift up off the goddamn street and get to flapping my wings out this bitch and i'm like oh shit let me slow down but you know you just kind of get sidetracked you be in the moment driving because some kind sometimes can be therapeutic and shit but she was just doing it outright just doing dumb shit like that's just that on that like nobody can tell me no different so and I just I feel bad for her, but I low key don't like. I feel bad for her for her the the potential that she had to go forward in her future and stuff like that. She, and I'm hoping that she had like goals and stuff like that. But I mean, she's still young, so hopefully she can um get out at some point and uh, have a decent life, you know. But that's very unfortunate. That's very very fucking unfortunate. It's very very dumb to even be fucking incriminate yourself on fucking Twitter talking about how you the best driver in the world and when you drunk and pass me the Hennessy and this about to, we about to get turned up in this bitch and all this other shit like it's it's not worth it bruh like sometimes you gotta tread lightly what you talking about and just kind of like filter yourself like fuck you know how much stuff I don't wanna I don't wanna fucking filter but I gotta filter that shit like girl you out there telling the business, incriminating the fuck out of yourself. What the fuck the Lord gonna say to him? Yeah, well, she's a model citizen. She's a great track star. She was number one in the in the goddamn ranks of America. 
And uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, but she tweeted that she the best drunk driver and obviously she gets drunk all the time. So <laughs> what do you got for me? Whatever, but yeah, so that's just very, very fucked up. Now moving on to, cause I kind of, I wanted to talk about shows and shit, but Jocelyn's cabaret, okay? First of all, welcome to Vegas, baby. I know you wanna call me a dick a dick a buddy. I don't know the song because I couldn't understand it much, but Jocelyn Hernandez, like, I thought I wouldn't go, I, when I seen that she had a show, I was like, mm, this ain't gonna be good, this probably gonna be some old other shit, but I do like Jocelyn Hernandez, like, I think she's funny, but this show, like, the first season, when she came out with the first thing, uh, I think it was Miami, um, you could tell that like she was just kind of like this is a trial and error type of thing like she didn't really have like her feet planted on the ground and she didn't really have like that that boss type mentality she was just trying to like figure out the cabaret and what she wanted and the idea that she wanted and you know a little bit of drama came with it so you know she was with that but the second season was like you you could tell she like put her she started like really like okay now nah, let me get authoritative like let me get big out here. Let me show them who I am and so on and so forth. Third season, same thing. But I think she just went over the top a little bit. And some of those things, like, girlfriend. <laughs> some of that shit had me fucked up. Ain't no way I would have stayed in the house. Uh, ain't no way that she would have been talking to me any type of way, whatever the case might be. And some of them bitches were crazy. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed the show, though. <laughs> I was like binge watching the whole time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not leaving the house this weekend. <laughs> I know I can get through this in the weekend, uh, the reunions and all. But um, I don't like the fact that she she ended up getting an even bigger head because Jocelyn Hernandez always has had a big head, but she even got a bigger head as the seasons went by. And the type of females that she was dealing with, I just feel like she was just like, had a point to prove in a sense. So I had to burp. But, yeah. And I feel like, you know, she kind of like, excuse me. Did I say excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> um, that I feel like she just kind of abused her power. And it was, it was just extra. Like, it was super extra. But I did enjoy the shows. And I know that they trying to, like, wait to put out that last little reunion because it was some stuff going on about the girl Amber getting kicked in the stomach and having to go to the hospital and um ballistic jumping into the fights and stuff like that with females and stuff like that which ballistic he cool but I do feel like people had their reservations about fucking um they had they had a they had their opinions on him for sure like the when he got big with uh the girl big Lex on the second season reunion um that was like, mm, I kind of don't know. And then as far as the winners go, I kind of know, like I feel why Chanel won and I feel why, why she brought Lexi Blow and Chanel back for season three. I feel that Lexi Blow, Lexi Blow all right with me. I fuck with Lexi Blow. I'm not opposed to her, you know, doing her thing on the show and everything. But with Chanel, it was like, she did trying to come, she did kind of come off like, like as a pushover, but really she was just unbothered as hell. Like, 
So it's just like, girl, I'm here for this money. I'm here to win. I'm here to get some, you know, publicity. I'm here to like stretch my career, whatever my goals are further. Like, I'm not trying to be arguing with y'all, fighting y'all and everything like that, all that drama stuff. She just kind of held her composure. Like some people wouldn't like fucking with me because I said that. Like, I'm like, she did hold her composure though. Like she'd been in a little bit, a couple of arguments, but even then it was just like, she wasn't getting rowdy with nobody. You can't do nothing but respect that. Like, she like, okay, she listened to what the person got to say. She say what, what the fuck she got to say and keep it fucking pushing. And that's just that, like, you know, so I was just like, okay. Um, Lexi Blow ain't really getting to anything, no confrontation with nobody or nothing, like, nothing too serious and stuff like that. But, like, some of them girls, like, that damn fucking, what's the damn girl, the Gaia girl, the witch girl? Like that motherfucker crazy right there. That shit had me cracking up. And maybe I'm late to the to the enthusiasm or like the entertainment of this whole thing, but man, I was like, oh shit, somebody had to I'm gonna have to fucking tase that bitch cause having her little skinny ass was flipping everybody over. Everybody get a slam. You get a slam, you get a slam, you get a slam. She up there seeing her talking about some high with demons in her body and they've been messing with her since she was three years old. I'm like, girl, what? What the fuck is you talking about? Man, it's a thing. It's in my body. And you can't hurt me no more. Like, that is a young lady. That is not, okay, whatever you see. Maybe you see some shit I don't. Let me shut my ass up and come through the TV on me and do fucking wrestling moves on my ass. I ain't got to play with you because I'm going to shoot your ass. I mean, stop. I ain't going to do that. What? I bleep that. Bleep. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, but I thoroughly enjoyed Jocelyn's Cabaret. I think her her Instagram is still deleted. I think she, like, deactivated her Instagram after that uh, reunion because they was talking about how she sent the girls to the hospital and everything, and they probably got, like, some lawsuits or something going on because I know people ain't playing with her. But one thing I did not like, the way she handled motherfucking Sapphire, I don't like that. Did I get this girl name messed up? She from Cleveland, though. Stripper from Cleveland. But um, she was the realest nigga in the house, though. But <laughs> she from Cleveland, so. <laughs> but, you know, like, I was, I ain't like the way she handled that on the reunion because of the simple fact that she had just lost her baby daddy. You know, she had just lost the, the, her child's father. So, you know, it was very tough for her. And I guess, you know, you can see a clip where they say Jocelyn has said something about her or basically saying something about he dead and gone or something like that some some she said it was offensive to her um and even when she got up on the stage they never really gave her a, a chance to actually like express herself which i didn't like that shit i like that shit but i know that you know she wanted to get that shit off her chest she would have got that shit off her chest right then and there but um like you know even then like she still stayed like and and justin said something like I like this. She was like, girl, you, you shouldn't even be here. You got other stuff that you need to handle. And the girl said, I'm here because I'm loyal. I'm here because I'm solid. Like, I'm here because I had an obligation to be here. You know what I'm saying? At this point, like, it's just basically saying, like, bitch, you know I'm going through this. And don't forget what you just said. But I'm here because I'm not just not going, you know, go show up like I... I, I planted my feet in this, like, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm a, I'm a woman on my word. If I say I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here type of thing, which, I mean, honestly, I, I probably, 
I don't know if I, what I would have did if I was her for real because when it when it was taping, I guess apparently he they he they didn't even have a funeral for dude yet, and that was like like a week before, a few days before, something like that before she flew out and went to the reunion, and it's like bitch. First of all, don't comfort the dead for one, and don't comfort me for being here. Like it's like I don't know. Like I didn't like the way. Jocelyn handled handled that situation, and um, a, a lot of other people was feeling her, like the people who was like kissing her ass and shit like that. They was feeling that too, cause it's just like that was rude as fuck to say. That was very disrespectful. Like you don't want to say that to nobody who just lost somebody. Like bitch, if it was her, I mean, if it was me, we would have been jumping that bitch before we even got on stage. But um, but she handled it very well, and I'm proud of her, bitch. I'm from Cleveland. Um, but yeah. And I, I, I really just, I really just think that Jocelyn was on like a power strike. Like she was just on a power trip, like for sure. Like the whole time she was just on this strike of you, bitch, 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 whole, whole, cheap, dirty, two, two dollar, <laughs> two dollar bitches, all that stuff. She was just doing the most, but um, good entertainment though. Um, yeah, now moving on. Let me see what else was talking about. Oh, also. I be watching on YouTube because when I be at work, I be bored and stuff. So I be watching on YouTube. Like I watch a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of the Eddie Five South show and everything like that. I need to go to one of them shows because niggas be having me dead. But um, I watch Drewski, The Blind Date with King Yada. I think that's the girl name. I be I gotta get these people names down packed before I get to talking shit about them or talking about them. Um, but yeah, and I watch like The Blind Date with Drewski and the girl and. It's very interesting. So if y'all don't, uh, they they basically pull up the celebrities and put the celebrities on blind dates, and they have, we have like five contestants, maybe like three, four contestants, whatever. And it's kind of interesting because when the celebrities up there, they can't see who they're talking to and everything like that. And so they the objective is that they pick somebody, pick like their favorite at the end. And a lot of times I'm like, that that went left because you would think like Kevin Gates was on there. I watched the one with Sukiana. I watched the one with Santana. I watched the one with Brittany Renner. Which she kind of she kind of got on my nerves on that one. She was doing the most, but I can't remember. I think those are the are those the only four that I watched. I feel like I watched another one, but very interesting to see like you know who people end up picking because. You know, you come off as like the celebrity type person. It's almost like you can see him kind of be like a little bit vulnerable because it's like, well, I like this. Like, I like material things, but what else can you do? And, you know, stuff like that. Like, I like to do this and I like to do that. Now, some of them, they still just celebrities and, you know, they act like, you know, high-end celebrities type of thing, you know. But um, for the most part, it's almost like a little, it's like a cool little, you know, see. Then you got the audience chiming in and helping you pick somebody and stuff like that. The one with Kevin Gates was interesting, but you know that man, he talked all damn day. So that was a long episode because they were like, he was in there talking and having sidebar conversations with people with the blindfold on. You know, he he get the he get the going, okay. Um, but yeah, so that, that's another thing that I've been watching. Um, I also been watching Bad Boys, but I'm gonna have to come back to that. I'm gonna have to come back to that damn shit because Bad Boys 
first of all i'm just gonna say this it, bad when you hear bad boys you think of bad boys club and you think of fighting you think of more than likely it's going to be some gay men or bisexual men or whatever type of men on there you never expected it to be a sh some straight men on the show fucking being on a bad girls club or bad boys club like i don't know but i have a lot to say about that so i'm gonna wait until the next episode because also i want to see what's gonna happen this week on that show but also um i have somebody who wants to talk about that show specifically and he's a, he's a gay man so i want to see like what he go think or what he's saying and stuff like that but other than that let me see if i touched on all the points that i wanted to talk to you guys about I think that that is it for right now. I just wanted to come and vent to you guys or just really talk to you guys and catch up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm still working. I've been working so much. I've been working so much. I've been trying to get a part-time job so I can put some money to the side because I got some big goals that I'm trying to get to and stuff like that. I'm going to Jamaica. It's a lot of lineup going on. My niece turned 21. Both my nieces turned 21. And one of my nieces is trying to go to Miami and she think I made her out of money and her birthday's in May and I'm going to Jamaica in May too and I just Yeah, she think I made her out of money and then June I am going to support one of my big sisters on her union. It's gonna be a dog ass wedding. Okay, we better be in that bitch And then My friend's birthday my mom's birthday and then my birthday come up and then my other friend's birthday come up. I guess a lot going on I just need like I ain't even gonna ask for much. I just need like four thousand extra dollars, just four thousand extra dollars. That's it. Do y'all feel they raising my rent? They raising my rent one hundred and seventy five dollars. Like, first of all, I might as well just rent me out a house, and I want a house anyway because I want to sit on my porch and I want to buy a lawnmower and I want to mow my fucking lawn. I know it might seem sound crazy and stuff, but I like to I like yard work and I like to get outside and do naturey stuff and make sure you feel me and make sure the house look nice and stuff. And that's my goal. I can't wait to get a house so I can go mow my motherfucking lawn. Period. Now, but yeah, they raising my goddamn rent. Like, please. They shouldn't even be raising it for this fucking, I told them, this man above me with these fucking steel toe fucking boots on that I think he wear to bed and shit. And all throughout the house. These motherfuckers get on my nerves. But that's me if you know that. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Big Fizzies. Look at my nails, y'all. The people can see, see that bruise. Don't worry about it. Ooh, I took my press off and they hurt it. And shout out to Quish because Quish be wearing some press And I will say that I was like, mm, press they look a little bit fake. But Walgreens? Walgreens got some bomb ass motherfucking uh, flat arms. Oh shit, I'm, I'm fucking up, I'm fucking up. But um, they got some bomb ass. Did I say flat arms? Or did I say press arms? I'm tweaking. Anyways, <laughs> I'm talking about press arms. Walgreens got some dog ass uh, press arms. And I have been wearing press arms for a while because. My when I took my one nails off, they were kiki. I did um, my nails always get a little thin and stuff like that, so I'll be needing to like you know strengthen them up, strengthen, strengthen them up. Say that 44 times in a fucking minute, and um, so I had just put like some press ons on, and they have been working. The one press ons by Kiss, 
the motherfuckers stay on. I have put them on one time, and I have to replace one for two and a half weeks. And I'm not playing. But you got to get the ones. You can't get them long-ass ones because long ones, they liable to, you know, pop off because you're doing a little bit more work. I've been needing, like, a little, like, natural-type length a little bit up there because y'all know the type of work I do and stuff like that. Ain't no telling how hectic it can get one day. So, yeah. But anyway, that's all for me, guys. I am going to, you know, wait on my Instacart order because, again, well, I didn't even tell y'all this. I be Instacarting. And Instacart is like, thank you for inventing it because I hate going to the grocery store now. And I always hated to go to the grocery store because it always used to make me all flustered and shit when I be in there too long. I'm like, oh my God, I've seen the same person like five times. I got to get out of here. And I just be like flustered and stuff. I don't like going to the malls and being in the malls too long either because that shit makes me, it overwhelms me. I be like over, over sensor reads, over sensitized, sensor, over, you know, I'm trying to say sensor something. And yeah. So, I be waiting on Instacart, and I love Instacart. I don't have to do nothing but wait and tell them where to go because they always mess up where they're supposed to go, which that's annoying, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, I'm about to wait on my Instacart order. And I hope you guys have a blessed night and day and prosper and set goals and smash them bitches. Not literally smashing bitches, but smash the goals, the goals being the bitches. And yeah, I sprinkle fairy dust for true love upon all my fellow single people who can't stand nobody. <laughs> Anyways, um, but you guys have a good night and stay tuned for more episodes of Big Facts.